We got muck and grimer. You're going to complain about a freaking <laughs> garbage bag? <laughs> Monday, and welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about things that we talk about. My name is Emma. I'm Tilly. And welcome back to episode two of season three of the Geek Squared Show. This episode, we're going to be talking about Pokemon. It's nostalgic, it's reliable, easily one of the most iconic, successful, and recognizable games on the planet from 1996. It has been captivating kids and adults everywhere, challenging everyone to be their very best, catch them all, and having endless hours of fun. And I do mean endless. How many hours do you think you spent playing Pokemon? I know for sure I've played through a Gen 1 and Gen 2 at light, at least three times each. Yeah. So I'm going to say like well over 100 hours. Well over 200 probably. The fact, I'm not proud of this, but within two months, I put 84 hours into Stardew Valley. <laughs> I'm sure my number is well over 1,000. Yeah, your number is like, <laughs> I can't even, I probably can't even fathom how much time. Anyway, it's still going. You got Pokemon Violet, and appropriately, I got Pokemon Scarlet, so I'm still racking up them hours. Today, we are going to take you through the Pokemon game history. From Red to Scarlet, the original Game Boy to Switch, we are going to have a grand old time going through the different generations. Note, though, there are 122 different Pokemon games, but we are focusing on the games that defined each Pokemon generation, leading all the way up to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which were released in November of 2022. So let's start with the very, 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 very beginning. Gen 1, you are player Red, or whatever your name is. We got Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Green, Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Fire Red, Pokemon Leaf Green, and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. That's a lot of Gen 1 (laughs) games. That is a lot, yeah. That's a lot. You get a starter, you catch them all, you battle your gyms, you be the very best. It was the first experience with Pokemon, and it took the world by storm. We don't need to go over what made Pokemon Generation 1 great because it was simply the game itself. Let's tell the beautiful people who are listening our favorite Pokemon from Gen 1. We're going to do this from every generation. Go for it. One of your favorites or some of your favorites? Uh, Can I guess yours? You can. Is it one? It is one, Just one Pokemon? Bulbasaur? No. Oh. No, it's Articuno. Articuno. Uno. You want to guess mine? Uh, Arcanine? Mm, No. Do you have, how many do you have? Three. Okay. Dragonite? Nope. Gengar? Nope. Charmander? Okay, Charizard. I'll give it to you. I'm thinking, oh, Mew. No. Or Mewtwo. No. Charizard, Eevee, and Alakazam. Duh, Eevee, of course. (laughs) Of course. Eevee doesn't even need to evolve, and I love Eevee. Fair. I didn't really get it until I played Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, to be honest, which I loved. Controversial opinion. All right, on to Gen 2. Gen 2 doesn't get the credit it deserves, I feel, because it actually introduced a lot of new features to the Pokemon games that are still used to this day. So although it didn't have the quantity of new Pokemon, I think that Gen 2 is still pretty cool. We got Pokemon Gold, Pokemon Silver, Pokemon Crystal, and then, of course, Pokemon Heart Gold, 
and soul silver. Some of the things that Gen 2 introduced are eggs, breeding. Those go hand in Baby hand. Baby form Pokemon. Baby form Pokemon, which is really, really cool. Uh, special defense and attack. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, steel and dark types. Real-time events, so there was a day and a night. Pokemon genders, shiny Pokemon, and berries. There were no berries in the first generation of Pokemon. I didn't really consider that. How do you feel about Generation 2? Uh, are I, you like I, me I, and you, you think it deserves some credit or are you not a fan? I think it does get overlooked. Mm-hmm. I think Gen 1, obviously Gen 1 is Gen 1. Yeah, Gen 1's untouchable. It's definitely one of the better gens. Like, I, I didn't play through it a whole lot, so I don't have a lot of nostalgia for it. I remember for a long time, because I was so young when I was playing Pokemon Yellow, which was the first one that I played, I didn't know that there was a Generation 2 for a long time. And then finally, when one of my older cousins was done with Pokemon Gold, and he said, okay, you can have it now, I was like, what? There's more. There's more. <laughs> I was so oblivious. I was like five years old at the time. Yeah. So oblivious, but There's so happy. More? Yeah, I played I played gold and I played crystal all the way through. But then I also played soul silver. Loved them all equally. They were great. Favorite Pokemon from Generation 2. Or do you want to guess? Can I guess yours? Yeah, yeah, guess. I'm inclined to say Totodile. Close second for Totodile, but didn't make the list. Umbreon. I love I love shiny Umbreon. The yeah. blue. Uh, and I already said it. Ho-Oh. Yeah. Ho-Oh is my favorite legendary Pokemon. Damn. I don't okay. know why. I love the, I just, I guess I love, you know, Rainbow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a hard one for me to guess for you. If you think about it, it's not that hard. Can I have a hint? Ice. I actually have no idea. Sweetcorn. Oh, <laughs> legendaries. Yeah. The legendaries were good in yeah. Generation 2. Can't lie. Generation 3. <laughs> so you got Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. What did it introduce? Double battles, contests, EV systems, which changed the game for competitive battling. I don't even know what that is, really. (laughs) That's okay. If you're not competitive battling, it's not really that important. (laughs) Uh, Weather, so it could rain, it could be sunny out, it could snow, new balls and berries, and secret bases, one of my favorite features of the third generation of Pokemon. Not important at all? Nope. I like the secret base feature because you could visit each other's secret bases. It was personal. So how do we feel about Generation 3 overall? Probably one of the ones I have the most nostalgia with. Yeah, I think it's one of the ones that I played the most. I played Emerald until the time stopped working. Stuck on nighttime. Berries never growing. Nope. Some Pokemon you can never catch. <laughs> never catch. But that's okay, because I got both Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I loved it that much. I got them both. Uh, favorite Pokemon <laughs> from Generation 3. I have explicitly told you this before. I th- it's Swampert, right? Oh, no. It's Big Purple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Swalot. Swalot. Thank you. You know what? That's a random one. I also have a random one that I have told you. Uh, Pelican. Pelipper. <laughs> That's my boy. Pelipper and Mudkip were my favorites from Gen 3. You know what? I actually, that is a rare case, although I could say it for Gen 1 as well, where I liked all three starters. Up until Gen 5, like Gen 1, 2, 3, 4. Yeah. All the starters were cool. Right, right. We'll talk more about that later. <laughs> Gen 4. You have a lot to say about Gen 4. All right. Uh, Gen 4. Pearl, diamond, platinum, shining pearl, brilliant diamond. Go for it. Gen 4 came out when I was about eight years old. You were almost ready to start your Pokemon trainer journey. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, nostalgia wise, this is the one that's most ingrained in my head. Mm-hmm. I know that Gen 4 is regarded as the biggest step up. The first big step up for Pokemon. A lot of people love Gen 4. It's not my personal favorite. Like, I liked Gen 3, and then I thought Gen 4 was just all right. I played through it, unlike some we have coming up that I did not finish. In terms of features, you get the the step counter. You get the, yeah, the hardware was better. Yeah. We also got physical versus special moves. New evolution stones. Pokemon with multiple abilities, which was pretty cool. And that's really all Gen 4 introduced. But like we said... They had dual Visu- screens. Yeah, visually speaking, it, it was the, it was the first one that's not just a straight up bird's eye view 
It was cleaner looking. It was a new system. Favorite Pokemon from Gen 4? I've got three for this one. I have two. I have no idea what yours would be. Well, guess. <laughs> Luxray? No. Lucario? Yes. I'll give you a hint. It's a water type. Piplup. Yeah, Piplup! Yours? I don't know. Yeah, Luxray, oh, Mamoswan, and Toxicroak. Toxicroak. Gen 5. Easily? Stink. <laughs> I was going to say easily the generation with the least amount of upgrades. Pokemon Black and White. The only things that it introduced were hidden abilities, triple and rotation battles, and seasons of the year. So you got your winter, spring, summer, fall. And yes, easily the game that introduced the least and had like decent new Pokemon, but not great new Pokemon. There was a lot that were bad, but there was some (laughs) that were good. I think it's because they were really gearing up for Generation 6, which is when they introduced 3D animation. I gotta admit, I didn't finish Gen 5. I borrowed Pokemon Black from a friend and I never finished it. (laughs) Yeah, I I saw a different cousin playing and I was just watching over his shoulder and I was kind of like, these Pokemon look ugly. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't the best. And then there was a triple battle and it didn't work. Yeah. Like I expected a triple battle to work and I was like, that's so strange. Yeah. Within those few minutes of observing someone else play it, it killed my (laughs) passion for Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, it was a rough time. I will say this though. People pooped all over the trash bag Pokemon. Trubbish. I think that's one of the best Pokemon (laughs) out of the thing. We got Muck and Grimer. You're gonna complain about a freaking garbage bag? (laughs) We got Pollution Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to complain about the one who's cleaning up? Who's saving the planet? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So is that your favorite Pokemon from Gen 5? No. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly, I have no guesses. I have no guesses. Let's just say Caracosta, the water Uh, turtle. I went with Joltik. Very cute design. All right, let's move on. Please. (laughs) Since Gen 5 didn't impress us, to Gen 6. Now, this was Pokemon X and Pokemon Y. First time we got 3D animation. So huge jump out, jump out, huge jump up, highly anticipated, highly loved in the beginning. Introduced fairy type Pokemon. We didn't have fairy type until Gen 6. Can you believe it? Mm -hmm. Mega evolutions, character customization for the first time ever. Eight directional grid rather than moving on the six directional four directional grid um and horde slash sky battle so basically you just battle in sky this was a huge step up for pokemon i gotta say i was still in recovery from the disappointment that was pokemon white and black so i didn't get into this generation with my whole heart and soul but i still appreciated it it was really good i did not play gen 6 so it took a lot to like okay. even begin to recover from the disappointment of Gen 5. Let's just let's just move on then. It's fine. Yeah, so our, our passion for Pokemon was kind of dead at this point. Yeah. However, if we had to pick favorite Pokemon, what would they be? Pangoro. Big old panda. Big old panda. I loved all three starters. Couldn't choose one. Froakie, Fennekin, and Chespin. Okay, let's move on to Gen 7. Now, this is where the tables kind of turned for me. I I came back to Pokemon full force, and this was the last game released before they were supposedly, like, changing the entire Pokemon formula, the entire gameplay, which they they really did for Gen 8 and 9. So right before that happened, we got Gen 7, Pokemon Sun, Pokemon Moon, Ultra Sun, and Ultra Moon. We got rideable Pokemon, removable HMs. Thank God. (laughs) Finally. That took too long. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Uh, regional forms. I, I think my <laughs> my notes auto-corrected. Ro- room Pokedex. And I realize now it's supposed to say Rotom Pokedex. <laughs> room. <laughs> room Pokedex. Gym challenges rather than gym battles. Wasn't crazy about that change, but I accept it. In terms of innovation, Gen 7 is probably the, yeah, like, yeah. the one. All these new forms yeah. and, and all that. The it, regional it lets forms people, is such a good idea. It lets people think about what Yes, could be now. Yes. So now there's more excitement for each one. Exactly. And like, oh, there might be this regional. Mm-hmm. And how, how can we change yeah. this typing and that? 
Yeah, because it's Pokemon you already love. At this point, they were also regional forms as well as regional evolutions. Oh, yeah. So there were Pokemon yeah. that were evolving into completely different Pokemon just in this region. Which I think is smart. It like, is very not, smart. not only is it efficient for them mm-hmm. as they create so more and Pokemon. more, exactly, but also it's exciting. makes sense. Yeah. Different regions have different things. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me you're going to see the same cat in Japan <laughs> that you're going to see in Africa? Right, right. <laughs> All right, so favorite Pokemon from Gen 7. I'll give you a clue for mine because there's at this point, there's so many Pokemon. Mm-hmm. They're both technically dogs. Uh, one's Lycanroc. Uh, well, yeah, I put Rockruff, but yes. That's my favorite. Ah, it's a good one. Which form? Uh, like either. I, I think I like the daytime form a little bit better than the nighttime form, but they're both really cool. Do you have any guesses for my other favorite? Uh, I don't even know what you mean by technically dog. <laughs> it's technically a dog, and it's a it has a regional form. Oh, technically a dog, as in half dog, half cat, fox, because it's half Vulpix. cat. It's Vulpix. <laughs> how is it? How is a fox? Yes, but a fox not a half cat. It's half cat, half dog. <laughs> it's a dog family, man. It's canine with cat tendencies. <laughs> You're not wrong. It is Vulpix. Uh, Vulpix, I also loved in Gen One. Didn't make my favorite list. That ice form is beautiful. that ice form. Yeah. And same the nine with the, tails too. Same with the Sandshrew and Sandslide. Yeah. So nice. So nice. On to Gen 8. We move from Nintendo DS in any form to Nintendo Switch. Huge step up. Lots of features. We got Sword. We got Shield. We got Dynamaxing. Gigantamaxing. You can camp. You can make your Pokemon some curry. And there's major, major changes to Pokemon breeding. You can actually transfer moves. So there was a lot of like potion making going on there. Lots of concoctions. I really, really liked what Sword and Shield was doing for the gameplay. It was just the story that I was not crazy about. I found myself wanting to skip a lot of scenes unfortunately that for a very long time has been how i approach pokemon (laughs) right like i I haven't felt really connected to a pokemon story since generation three at this point i i just i lost that connection it was more about the gameplay it was the first time pokemon didn't just like randomly you didn't just randomly run into them in caves and stuff yeah you can like see them yeah that which was nice that feature didn't run into like 50 geodudes in a cave the amount of repel that has just been wasted on trying to figure out how to get out of a cave. That's the other thing. At this point in the game, Pokemon became a lot easier. Do you remember back in Gen 1? You would have to go through a cave. Blind. Blind. No flash. You could get so lost and so disoriented. Do you remember trying to find the legendary birds? No, because I never tried. Oh, it was damn near impossible. I ran into Articuno once <laughs> by accident. In the ice cave? And I lost it. And you have to... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And you have to like use the currents, like drop from the ceiling. Essentially have to be God. <laughs> now you just, you literally just walk up to a legendary. And throw a ball And throw at a it. ball at it. And you catch it unawares. Catch it unawares. Also, there's someone to heal you all the time. Remember the days where you would beat the Elite Four and then you'd have to fight your rival. No chance to heal. No chance to heal. Whew. Anyway, favorite Pokemon from Gen 8. Phalanx. Five little Spartan dudes in a line. Oh, yeah. yes. I do remember. I have three. Toxtricity, Rillaboom. Rillaboom is so cool. And Corvus Knight. Corvus Knight is sick. Oh, right. The bird, yeah. The steel bird. Gen 9. Here we are. Scarlet, Violet, Geek Squared Color Scheme. Big things were introduced in Gen 9. Most notably, the non-linear gameplay. You have three different story plot points that you can follow in any order. You can go to any land. The map is huge. A big mass that you can explore. There's no roots. It's like dauntingly large. Yeah, it's it's great. It's gigantic and I love it. Picnics, which uh, we had a sense of in 8 when they did camps. Terrestrializing. Auto battles. TM machines. Co-op play. Very exciting. Probably the most significant changes we've seen in Pokemon ever. This game is... 
brand new. I would like to say an overall statement about Pokemon. I am not a huge fan of Mega Evolutions, Gigantamax, or Terrestrializing. I like Terrestrializing because it puts an interesting spin on competitive battling because your Pokemon literally change its type. I will say, though, again, I do feel like it's just a bit goofy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way that the... I do like the way that the light reflects off it's, the Pokemon. It's beautiful. Like yeah. the, the light physics in this game mm -hmm. are definitely... I feel like some of the Terrestrialized icons that they get on their head could have been better. Some of them are the all balloons right. Yeah. Sucker. Yeah. Some of them are all right. Some of them are... They could be better. But it is really cool that you can have an unexpected Terra type in battle. Yeah. It does offer another level of safety, but also another level of risk. Because yes. you can't un Terra style. Mm -hmm. And you can only use it once. Uh, the music was a huge upgrade. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely intense. <laughs> but it, it does have that edge because it's on the Switch. So like you can't achieve that in a Game Boy. I, I, I do miss that music though. <laughs> Like that. That will never be topped. Ever. Not ever in any video game. Yeah. Play that in my headphones. I'll run until my legs explode. Honestly, all in all, I'm really impressed with what I've played. Like, I don't think we should get into spoilery stuff about the plot of Gen 9 because a lot of people are still playing it. But I'm overall impressed with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which is surprising because I didn't hear great reviews about it from people's initial reviews. I didn't hear great things about it in the initial reviews <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Who's your favorite Pokemon? Palma, Annihilate, and I actually really like Skullvillain. One of the best designed Pokemon. Yeah, it, yeah. It, and it's really cool that it's grass and fire type. Yeah. Inevitably, Gen 9 is going to have some sort of DLC content, and I hope that Skullvillain gets a third evolution, because how cool would that Some be? extra pepper. <laughs> yeah, man, get that third pepper head. Yeah. It's got a red one, it's got a green one, give it a yellow one. What's yours? My Gen 8 was Phalanx, uh -huh. the Pokemon with five different individual beings. Oh, the Mickey Mouse. Yes. <laughs> Mouse hold. <laughs> Mouse hold. Thank you. You know what? That's a strategic Pokemon. Slap. Yeah. That being said, about these cool Pokemon that it has introduced, my one qualm with this game is the starters. And I know I'm not the only one. Why? Have you seen them? I would argue that Skeledurge looks pretty cool. I would argue that he looks like a clown. They all started so cute. And then like each evolution, they just got worse. I saw fan-made evolutions that were just like speculations before the game dropped. And they were so much better. The Pokemon evolved. And they could have also evolved into more powerful animals than they started as. Why wasn't Sprigatito kitten, cat, lion? Coco could have been small alligator, bigger alligator, dinosaur. dragon, dragon, or dinosaur. And then Quaxley could have been duckling, swan, albatross. Why is it not? Just a big gay duck. Tall, lanky gay duck. <laughs> Dancing. Doing a little tippy-tap. Flamenco. Doing a little tippy-tap. But that's really my big qualm with this game. Everything else is great. I'm loving it so far. I've already put a lot of hours into it. I know you have as well. If you haven't checked it out yet, I highly recommend it. All right, this concludes our abridged Pokemon game history. Maybe you learned something new. Maybe you're Professor Oak and you knew it all. But Tilly is about to teach you something new. That's right. If you listened to our last episode, you know exactly where we're going with this. We are introducing weekly trivia in every episode and we're going to take turns doing it. Tilly, this week, you got the fun facts. So go ahead whenever you're ready. Last time we found out that Kate Winslet is a god <laughs> of the ocean. <laughs> and this time we figure out what does Pikachu directly translate to. Interesting. Directly. This I do not know. Is it like yellow rat or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you power. As, you can guess as many times. Power as you want. rodent. <laughs> no, that's. I wish it was that, but no. <laughs> uh, 
sparkly mouse noise. Noise. <laughs> sparkly, sparkly mouse, mouse noise. noise. You know what makes sense? Because Pikachu's Pika. also saying Pika. Yeah. yeah. You can't get better than that. All right. This has been another episode of the Geeks Garden Show. Come to a close. What was the Pikachu again? Sparkly mouse noise. Sparkly mouse noise. <laughs> Oh man, it's the Geek Squared Show. Sure, we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. I'm Tilly. Like always, you can find the links to our socials in the description below, along with our Buy Me a Coffee. We will be back next Monday talking about some fantasy related stuff. That's all I'm going to say for now. Thank you once again for listening, and have a great day! I would say Decidueye. I just think if you're going to start giving Pokemon weapons, like <laughs> we're going in a very strange direction, <laughs> especially now that we've got future forms. Well, as technically, well. it's not a bow, it's just his wing. <laughs>